0: evening. Hello and welcome to the last ever Branch and Ripley, for now. If I say that every time, because then there's an element of suspense, like, (laughs) when will the next one be? Will there be any more? Who knows? It's the genius of not having a schedule. Uh, Well, yeah. Frustration to listeners, but not not to uh, to time constraints.
1: Well, you know, they don't bloody pay us to be here, so, you know. This is true. This
0: is a free show. If it was up to me, honest to God, I would whack all of my content now behind Patreon and just say, fuck the Freeloaders, because (laughs) I've done this for 10 years. Oh, God. Almost, well, I mean, I was going to say week in, week out, but that's not true, because for the first, well, before I took over, it was a bi-weekly show. But then since I took over in 2015... There's been at least an episode of content a week, like well wow. over fifty two shows a year that I do. Some some years probably double almost. Wow! So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. People people like to support us on Patreon. Maybe I should just whack everything behind there and say fuck the lot of you. If you want it, you can pay for it. But
1: well, what uh, happened with Apple? It was going to start um, charging for podcasts and stuff. Did it's, that ever
0: happen? Yeah, it still does. There's. Um, Craig looked into. Of course, Craig would look into it when uh, when it was launching, and it was something mm. stupid like they took. I want to say about thirty percent, mm. might be twenty percent, but basically, whatever you stuck it for on there, um, that's they would they would take a, a cut. Which you know, Patreon takes a cut. You know, all of these things will obviously take a cut. They provide oh, yeah. a service, so and, you know, and that's fine. I expect that, but. The thing with uh apple Podcasts is it, it's literally tied to their their app right so mm. um i don't know how it works with other podcast apps that you've got so you know obviously there's, there's plenty of others like tune in and um i the well there's there's a few so i don't know how it works outside of that because essentially they give you a private fee like patreon does really mm-hmm. So it's it, it works the same way. Like You pay the extra money, you get access to a different feed that comes into your podcast app, and then when you stop paying it, it goes away. Um, which is what Patreon is supposed to do, but I'm not sure if it does or not. It says it does, but I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it, it was like, well, do you want to whack it on there as well? I'd rather just know where everything's going and just have it on... If I do it on Patreon, then I know I can just release episodes on there and it's it's done. It's out. People get access to it. Everyone's happy. If I then start doing it on Apple, that means I've got to load it up there as well. And then, you know, how many people are going to do that? So if they really want to pay for it, they can just go to Patreon. Like, it doesn't cost them anything to sign up for an account. So, no, Don't see the difference. But, yeah, I I know some shows do it. I know uh, Komodo Mayo have a uh do it on apple podcast like that um but oh, do they they do but they also like say but for other streaming platforms you know you can go to the website and you can you know do it there so but i have a team of people right they've got, you know somebody's job is to upload episodes oh god yeah, no one yeah, does yeah. that for me yeah. so no <laughs> I, le- le- less work as possible but um yeah, so it's been a while. You reminded me that last time we recorded two episodes, didn't we? And we did, yeah. You were you were sick with the uh, the vid <laughs> with the plague at the yeah. time, yeah. Having avoided it for so long, and it finally finally caught you. I um, so how so how was it in the end? Because obviously we didn't speak after the recovery, but you know, is everything back to normal? Can you smell and taste and stuff? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I recovered pretty quickly. I'll be honest with you. Um, I um, I had a, as you know, a bad back, and um, it uh, sort of righted itself, thanks to COVID, so it wasn't all bad. Yeah, see, that's it, but COVID has a bad rap,
0: Mm. you know, sure, killed hundreds of thousands of people across the globe, (laughs) including family members, but you know, there's upsides to everything, Um, and also, I was I explained this to somebody, because somebody I work with got it and it was so weird what happened, right? So we was on a team call and we were talking about COVID because uh, one of our, our managers had just uh, had got it and so another call had been cancelled. And we were talking about the fact, oh, you know, people are doing a lot more now, people aren't really wearing masks and, you know, numbers are still up because people aren't testing themselves and blah, 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 blah. And one of my colleagues was on the call and she was like, you know what? I think I might test myself because... You know, my kids have been ill last week, and I'm not feeling that great, but I don't think it's COVID. She tests herself, she had COVID. Um, so, <laughs> well, well,
1: mine, I mean, I, I during the day, um, work in this office block that um, is not overly huge, but it's like loads and loads of, like, little rooms. And so each room, you can usually get about two people in. Um, and one guy had it, And he had tested himself umpteen times and it came back negative every single time. And he sat in his little room with it and because of the air conditioning system that's in that office that runs through all of the little rooms, literally everybody in in that office, apart from, I think it was two people who had had COVID before, everybody got it. Damn. We all had it at the same time, essentially.
0: And this is what they were saying, weren't they? They were talking about Um, businesses and schools were going to install special ventilation like you get on planes and stuff like that to keep air circulating to try and avoid that thing happening but it seems to be one of those things that was talked about really early on and
1: then nothing
0: was said about it afterwards
1: Well there are systems that will filter air but if you've got someone in a confined space with COVID the air conditioning system is just going to spread it Yeah it's not going to stop it. So, like, for example, if you were on an aeroplane, sitting next to someone with COVID, and you hadn't had COVID, you'd be more than 100% likely to get it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that, 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 that's it. I mean, yeah, I've got... Um, I didn't go nuts recently, but because we lived near a busy road, I thought, you know what, I'm going to buy an air purifier. Just... Because you never sh- oh, yeah. know, like what pollution is like and everything like that. So I've got that in yeah. the house and it's pretty good. And every now and again, it will whiz up because it doesn't like something it's found in the air and will start, you know, spreading out more ions and stuff like that and all that kind of stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but but the but the thing is, like nothing. And I hate when things say like, oh, it's ninety nine percent, you know, COVID uh, free and stuff like. Nothing can nothing can really guarantee anything like that because there's so many variables.
1: Oh, God, yeah. It can yeah. do a
0: good... You know, I'm not saying that's a good job, and that's why I can't say it's 100%, because 99% is like, ah, well, you know, always room for error. But, yeah. But that was nice of him. Spreading the love.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't blame him in the end because he had literally tested so many times. He'll come back negative, so...
0: Well, and, that. and that's and that's the problem. I mean, you know, sometimes you can get, you know, we, we've had tests that have said positive and we thought, hang on a second, not having any symptoms. And then you do another one and it's negative. And you're like, well, what the, what's that about then? Yeah. You know, again, because nothing is 100% accurate. So you can only do your best and that's it, right? Yeah. And we are, we are now, we'll come on to, we'll expand on this point in a minute, but we are in this time now where we are living with it. Mm. You know, like said numerous times on other kind of platforms, I'm sure, you know, it is kind of almost like a cold or a flu now in that it's something that is around and it's something that will spread and it's something you should try and, if you're sick, stay away from other people, stop them catching it. But we are living again now. Yeah. In a world we've just got, yes, another disease going around. I'm not even going to talk about monkeypox. Um, but of course, you know one of the one of the, the joys of um, of of being more free uh, and kind of going back to a bit of normality is of course uh, being able to travel to many places again that we couldn't before mm. um, And I myself have uh, booked a holiday the first uh, plane journey, since uh, October of 2019, for me, uh, first time leaving the country since 2019. Mm. Um, later this year, where I'm going to Canada, um, which would be interesting, I'm sure. But uh, Canada, yeah, really, yeah, where about? Montreal? Hmm. There is, there is a, there is a purpose. It's not like Craig who just decided oh, let's go to Washington, D.C. because the the flights are cheap. Um, <laughs> there is reason to mind. So we are actually, um, we are seeing uh, our author friend who lives in Montreal now. Um, she, we were supposed to see her before the pandemic. We were due to see her in Spain because that's where she lived at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Post-COVID or, or in between lockdowns, really. She was supposed to be moving to L.A., to work on an animated series, um, which obviously didn't happen. The series Mm. did, and she still worked on it, but she couldn't move to LA. So eventually when she was able to leave Spain, because they were quite strict in Spain, weren't they? um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. She uh, she moved out to Montreal to work for, I think, a satellite version of the the studio, or maybe a different studio, um, to work on some animated stuff. So she's out there. Um, So we are going to see her. Oh, and wow. see what Canada's like because I've always wanted to go to Canada, but you kind of—it's one of those places you almost need a reason to go because yeah, it's not like going to a, a theme park or something. You know, they do have theme parks, but I mean, you wouldn't go to you wouldn't fly to Canada to go to a theme park. Um, I think so, uh, Disney used to have a studio in Montreal, didn't it? Possibly, or Pixar, or possibly. both, maybe possibly. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, it, it's a it's an arty place, right? Montreal is the is where Cirque de Soleil was formed. Oh, for example. So, um, there's reason not to go to Montreal then. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was formed there. I don't know. I don't know if they're performing there.
1: I thought uh, I thought they they shut down, but they're still they going. Did. Aren't they did.
0: Yes, they did, and yes, they did again. Um, yeah, right. they they okay. went bankrupt during the pandemic. And as soon as the pandemic was was over, they were back in business. Um, They've still, you know, nearly every big hotel in Vegas has still got a cert the cert the Soleil show. Um, So and they they keep doing touring stuff because um, I keep seeing posters like for the Royal Albert Hall for different traveling shows that they do Mm. uh, around Christmas time. So. Yeah, I, I, it's one of those weird ones where they announced that they'd gone bust but are still operating exactly the same with the same people involved. Sounds oh. like British business, really, to be fair. Except they didn't have to change their name, which is normally what <laughs> happens over here. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, Montreal, uh, William Shatner came from Montreal. So, Did he? Yeah. Um, and excitingly for me, uh, where where we are staying, um, I looked on the map, it's exactly seven miles to the nearest Toys R Us. Wow, they're still going so, in Canada. Still going in Canada. Uh, and it's right next to, weirdly, a Walmart, which I didn't even know was, a, was in Canada. So, um, yeah, and I, I imagine there'll be uh, Tim Hawkins on every corner.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say
0: that. Uh, And chips and poutine, which I've never tried, and, you know, looking forward to trying that. So, should be should be some fun. Uh, it'll be good to see a, a different country. We're going for about six days. Seven. Wait, well, it works. It's about six days because of like time difference and flying and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, it's about uh, yeah. So no, it should be nice. I mean, my daughter's a because it's it, it's her friend. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. uh but but I mean, we're all, we're all friendly with her. Like we you know we've been talking for like you know three or four years now. So it'll be nice to actually meet them, um, her and her husband, in person. You know, rather mm. than just over Zoom or whatever. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So so I'm going to Canada. Uh, have you got any travel plans yourself?
1: I'm going to uh, Italy um, in early September, which is a, a free sort of holiday. Well, it's not free; it's left over from before COVID. So it feels like it's free, but it's not free. Um, and then I come back. I come back for a week, and then we've got we're going to Disneyland Paris for a long weekend. Mm-hmm. and then I come back for a week. <laughs> and we've got another holiday to use up, a free one, which is down in the New Forest. And then I come back for a week, <laughs> and then use up another free flight, which is to Orlando.
0: So you're going to be heading out for the Halloween season? Yeah, yeah. Good lad. I, wish. <laughs> I, I was very tempted. Um, I'd already got blown out from who I was supposed to be going with, which is crazy. There's no secret there. Um so uh I did I did contemplate going alone because like before this I was at the cinema by myself because that's what I do. I do lots of things <laughs> by myself. Uh I do have a family. I just just it just how it ends up. Um but um yeah, it, I couldn't economically make it work. Like I mean I it, because I go for a much shorter time than you, it, it's never that expensive. But, you know, it was going to be about... You know, over £1,000 for the weekend. And I was like, eh, you know, I could... Uh, mm, I it's really not cheap, is it? No. Well, I mean, no. I mean, the thing is, like, you know, the cost had not doubled because I'd always have to pay for a flight. But obviously, a hotel, I'd split the cost with someone. Um, but, you know, the hotels were like five, 600 quid, And it's like, well... Alone, that's that's quite quite a hit, um, and and also as well, like although I do like doing stuff by myself, I do really enjoy watching Craig go for a house because he's a you know I thought I was a man child, but he's he's at, he's like a little girl, um, so you know that there would be that fun element taken away, so I decided not to, and I'm a, it's a bit of a shame because there are some houses announced so far that I do like the the sound of. Um, but also, I wouldn't say it looks like uh, a year that's that's really uh,
1: yeah.
0: You know, like when we had like Ghostbusters, like oh, all right, I need to go and see Ghostbusters or Beetlejuice, not mm. disgusting it's Beetlejuice. But yeah, there's, there's there's no IP this year that I think oh I need to see that.
1: You know, well, there's, there's not a lot of IP this year.
0: Full stop, is there? No surprise. It's it's the lowest that I can remember in quite a while. Hmm. So that is interesting. I, and yeah. fun enough, I am going to Disneyland Paris, just not at the same time you are. <laughs>
1: um, that is a
0: trip that I'm taking with Craig. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Great man. Yes, he is. Or am I? <laughs> I don't know. When are uh, you going? Uh, November. Uh, 20th of November.
1: Yeah. Oh, good. That's when yeah. I'm going.
0: So it turned out it's actually the, the day I'm going is the day that they are having a, a celebration for my dad because that's right around his birthday oh. um, because obviously they couldn't do anything because of when he, he died they couldn't oh. do anything you know couldn't do a, a wake or anything like that so they decided to no. do it now but uh, you know I was I was not invited so it wasn't oh. <laughs> it wasn't like it was a, bit, a big thing for me to go well actually that's not true actually because my brother will listen to this I, it's not that I wasn't invited it's just I know that me being there would uh, erupt my mum, so it's best that I just don't appear there. Right. So okay. yeah. family aren't happy with that, but it is what it is, and it's not going to change. So therefore, so actually, it's a, it's a nice distraction because I will be um, on my way to Paris when that's going on. But um, but let's hold things. Also, I was going
1: to say. what I was going to say I had a right palava with oh, I like um, a palaver with where I was going to stay in October in Orlando. So I, I usually stay in a villa. Um, I usually say, well, I don't usually stay in a villa, but there's a villa that I use quite often. And I usually do a spit star. I usually go, go to some hotels.
0: I think um, I know which villa you might be talking about, by the way. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, so it's not available. It's all booked out because everything's booked out in it. So that's all booked out. So I couldn't stay in the villa. So I'm only going. I'm only going for a week. It's not, you know, it's not a Ted or a two week or three week holiday. It's only it's only for a week. So, uh, can't stay in the villa. So then I booked, and this was ages ago, I got a really good deal off of um, booking.com for uh, the Ace Ventura hotel. (laughs) My favourite. Which I've never stayed there, always looks pretty good, you know, the universal one. Yeah. And about, I don't know, a month ago, um, booking.com emails me and says, oh, there was a problem with the um, booking and that the the price um, is going to go up. So rather than them just put it up at the time of me going, they took it out of my bank account. Holy cow. Yeah, so I don't know what it was all about. And then when I read the terms and conditions, also when I got there, there was this massive resort fee that I had to pay as well. Wow. So I don't know what was going on with the whole thing, but I cancelled it, and then they refunded me within a few days. So, So... I'm not staying at um aventura. Uh, aventura. aventura Yeah. hotel so I looked around and I've got a where we've stayed before years ago Hawaii because of the um Bloody, that's, a, hotel. that's a long way from Orlando mate well no no yeah that's a big commute When when we did stay in Hawaii, we stayed in a Hilton and we got like, I don't know what it is, like gold or platinum Hilton Hilton status.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It was just based on the points that they gave you. And then, and then I don't know if I ever told you this story, but um, just as a little aside, I was staying overnight before flying to Orlando once in the Hilton at Gatwick. Yeah. And we... It was fully booked out. The hotel, uh, the whole hotel, every single room was booked out. It was so busy. Wow. And we checked in late because we went up in the evening. So this is the night before we fly. And we checked in and we got this room. And it was literally the last room at the end of the corridor. (laughs) And it just went on and on and on and on. Anyway, the on the outside external wall were all the air conditioning units for that wing of the hotel. So they vibrated all night so my bed was like like this all <laughs> night long which I'm sure you could probably pay extra for yes it was like that episode of the X-Files where he stays in that motel and he puts the money in the bed and he goes rah,
0: rah, rah, rah. I was going to say I've seen that in the Simpsons <laughs> yeah seen yeah, exactly yeah the they do the well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, America.
1: so I couldn't sleep couldn't sleep at all and they have a policy like a lot of hotels that you know it's, it's good night guaranteed and yeah. it wasn't a good night you know and they couldn't move me because the whole hotel was was filled so in the end she said uh oh i said um well how can i compensate you she said can i refund you and give you some hilton points so i said uh well you can refund me how many points can you do she goes oh i don't know how many do you want i said well how many does your machine allowed oh hundred thousand it goes up to i still have that <laughs> so, so it just boosted me up to this really good Hilton um, uh, membership level, and it basically means every time I stay in a Hilton, I get free breakfast. I think there's okay. other perks, but that's basically the the, the perk the you get. One. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty nice, you know. So I thought to myself, what? Well, well, I'll book a Hilton for this this trip because now I'm not going to the Ventura Hotel. Mm. So when you go on Hilton's website, there are loads and loads of Hiltons. Mm. And they all trade under different names, you know. Yep. It's you know what I mean, anyway. So, um, I look around and I go on, I start off with TripAdvisor, and my word, some of these hills, <laughs> god, the state of some of them, you know, they're just the reviews because some of them haven't had any work done to them for. ages i've got i've got a
0: hilton story for you in a minute
1: (laughs) well i'm talking like you know hello the 1980s rung. they want the hotel back you know what i mean it's just so many of them are not of a very good standard so i I was looking around and the the ones that were in the best locations were so expensive Mm. and they were some of them were so sort of rough and Hadn't had any work done for ages and there's all these complaints on there. Anyway, cut a long story short, I found a Hilton on, do you know that road, the 27? Mm-hmm. Sort of goes behind the Magic Kingdom, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so I found a Hilton there that was really, really reasonably priced and um, on all the photos that looked lovely and new. So I booked that. And then I thought, booked it and I thought, oh, well, I don't really know the 27 that well, so I thought I'll Google Street View it. So I just Google Street Viewed it down. I knew where the Walmart was mm. and I just sort of went along with the Google Street, come to the address and it's just a field. So this Hilson is not even built yet. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No wonder it looked new. <laughs> yeah. So everything i have seen must have been, I don't know, r- pictures of rooms from another hotel or CGI, I don't know. Oh, wow. It was very, very convincing. Um, so then I looked at the same position and said, oh, it is thought to be completed by the 1st of October. Well, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Builders are never on time. I should know. You, no. 1st yeah. <laughs> of October when? Next year? Uh, so, yeah. it was 1st of October
0: 2020. That's when it was due to open. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, and then I read the terms conditions, and uh, it doesn't have an on-site um, restaurant, so my free breakfast perk would be nothing. They wouldn't give me anything for that. And then, in- and also, Hilton are doing away with safes, which okay. If you're a foreigner traveling abroad, you want to put you know laptop and passport and documents somewhere secure, don't you? You don't want to just leave it out. So I cancelled that and got my money back. <laughs> and then just to really cut a long story short, um, the hotel chain, I think it's called ISN, ISG, ISN.
0: I, um, oh, I, ING, I think. Yeah, oh, ISG, that one.
1: Yeah. They, they own probably more hotels than Hilton. And, a, and if you send them your details of your Hilton status, they will match it. Wow. So I did that. I went on TripAdvisor and had a look. And they own loads of hotels in the Disney Springs area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked them all up. And most of them are either brand new or have just been refurbed. So I booked one of those. Oh. So, <laughs> God, <laughs> what a nightmare.
0: That was a short story. The short end of the story. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so my quick and sorry is um, – Years and years ago, and this was um, in the days of me and uh, my wife first uh, courting, I suppose. Mm. And um, we decided to to have a, a night up London because, as you will be aware, and I don't think listeners are like, London is like New York or somewhere like that, except you can't get out of there after about midnight.
1: Yeah, it's like a bit... <laughs> last
0: train's like midnight.
1: It's, it's a bit like Escape from LA, isn't you know? it? Yeah, it's Escape the from weird
0: thing is there is mm. now the Night Tube, which operates. Mm. Um, which I was supposed to be a driver back in, you know, about, mm. about four years ago. I got offered that job and that got cancelled because of Covid. Um, but the Night Tube doesn't even run the whole length of the, the lines. No. So you're still only going to get so far back. So, uh, but but this was way before then. So you know, we had to have a night. If we wanted to go out in London, we'd have to stay really or come mm. home early. So uh, we booked, and it was left for me to to organise. And I can't remember if I booked the hotel direct or it was one of these things that Lastminute.com used to Expedia used to do, which was like a secret hotel. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. pay a, a, you'd pay a set rate, but they wouldn't mm. tell you what it was until. Uh, the day of your departure
1: mm. so you
0: knew roughly where it was going to be but nothing else so we got this hilton at paddington station oh. massive hotel and i was like oh that's good you know it's a hilton paddington station i mean mm. bearing in mind paddington station is the arse in nowhere
1: oh God, course yeah so, like, yeah
0: there's nothing there's nothing in paddington i know that because i've been no. ended up working there for like six years um but um But anyway, you go in and there's like a a huge glass container full of Paddington bears because it's Paddington. Oh, that's quite cute. And Mm. it all looked nice. And we we got into, we got a key, went up to the room. And like you were saying then, it was like it hadn't been refurbished since the 1980s. Mm. Like it looked like carpet you'd see in Nance when you were a kid. Uh, Just brown and drab, walls, this is like... It was good for the location, and I will say the beds were quite comfortable from what I can remember. Yeah, but, yeah. You think people pay top dollar for this because it's a Hilton in London? You know.
1: Well, I had a night out in London recently, and <laughs> and in the basement of the Hilton is it the Hilton Metropole? I think it is. Uh, I think the it could the be big right. Yeah, the big Hilton that overlooks. Um, the park. I forget which park it is. St Hyde James's Hyde Park. Hyde Park. Yeah. Um, it's been there for years. I think it was the first Hilton that was opened in the UK. But in the basement is Trader Vix. Oh, it was the best night ever. Absolute best night ever. Had the absolute runs the following day because the food is absolute garbage in there. But it was the best night ever.
0: That was my mistake when I went to Trader Vix with um, with uh, Amber and Nick. I don't have mm-hmm. listen to this show, but I listen to other shows. Um, and I met them and uh, it was supposed to be like an hour and a half to two hours drink. And it was four and a half hours. And that was the night I couldn't get home because I, oh I, I I managed to get the last train out just like literally like ran all the way to the station, got on the train just as the doors were closing, but it only went so far. And when I got to where I needed to get to, I couldn't get a train from there. I ended up oh, in the end God. night bussing it to my mother-in-law's who kindly set a bed up for me at two o'clock in the morning when I phoned her and was like, <laughs> I'm stuck. Um,
1: one, wonderful woman. Um, but <laughs> It's it's right over sort of Kensington way, isn't it? And it's sort of, there's nothing around that area. No.
0: No, it's, it's, it's also where, that's that's also near where the, the Hard Rock, the original Hard Rock oh, yeah. Yeah, is. Yeah. Um, which I think is quite funny because I think anyone that, takes a pilgrimage down there you don't realize like how like dated and gaudy is because they try and keep it authentic but it's nothing like a hard rock you've ever been to
1: yeah yeah Although my... there's now two
0: isn't there there's two more well there's, so there's three in london now i've never been to any of them well there's one in because they they open up a hard rock hotel they took over a hotel just off oxford street and turned mm. to a hard rock hotel And then they also opened one... Do you remember where uh, Virgin Megastore was at Piccadilly Circus? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's now Hard Rock. Oh, right. It's now Hard Rock Cafe, um, Mm. which is good because it was just a a London tat shop for years, so I'm glad it was used for something. But, um, yeah, but the original location, I've been there twice, and that's the... I think I've eaten there twice, and I think I've eaten at the one at, at Universal once. I don't mind yeah. them, but I find them very overpriced for what you get. Yeah, yeah, much more than even like I know. Like people say the same about chains that exist, in like Planet Hollywood, but which still has a couple of
1: locations. But you know, it's pretty much dead. <laughs> I mean, um, you say expensive, but the bloody Trader Fix was phenomenally expensive.
0: Well, yeah, I do. I do remember. <laughs> I do remember the drinks weren't uh, cheap but uh, you're paying for the ambience and the fact that it's a tiki bar in London. It's not any
1: of those. My son had the best time ever because he found the the, the a basket full of Lay's, not, not the potato chip, the uh, Hawaiian necklace. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he started distributing them around the restaurant. <laughs> oh, dear. And then... Exactly, and then he was down on the dance floor, and the staff were dancing with him. And uh... so
0: we didn't leave the bar; we were yeah. absolute barflies. We didn't leave the bar; we just sat and like sat at the bar the whole time we were there. But it, I could see, like you know, around a little bit, and it did look quite fun. And it it's somewhere I've meant to go back to. In mm. fact, it's really where we should next have our meetup. To be fair, mm. um, but uh, yeah, I, I I didn't sit in any booths or anything like that, like you did.
1: Mm. Yeah, it was such fun. Such well, fun. Speaking of fun, mm. one
0: of the things you wanted to talk about um is the fact that although you haven't been there since the pandemic, uh somebody close to you has.
1: Well, yeah, my my brother, he um he went to Florida recently and uh really didn't have a great time. Um they had sort of it was a a a rebooked um voucher scenario flight um with virgin and my parents went with them and they were um they all upgraded parents were originally in premium brother was in economy and they all upgraded so brother went into premium and parents went into um Uh, upper class and uh, they were really shocked how bad the service was on Virgin. Wow! <laughs> especially as they, especially as they'd upgraded as well. Um, I mean, Mum and Dad said the the first class was really not worth it for the money they paid extra, mm. based on the level of service that they got. I mean, it was um, wasn't very good at all apparently. And um, they also didn't like the fact that they had to fly from Heathrow, which yes. A lot yeah. of people are moaning about because Virgin, I think, is Heathrow at the moment still, yeah. and and BA has gone back to Gatwick. Yeah. Uh, which Gatwick, for you, I suppose, as well. For for me, probably Mister D as well is easier to get to, isn't it? Um, for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, Heathrow and Stansted are, uh, yeah, a bit more of a ball like because of where we are. Mm. In our journeys, it, it, even for me, Gatwick's probably. Uh, I think I think Stansted might be easier to drive to actually, but it's doesn't have as much often. Um, so we're with when I'm flying out this year, I'm flying out from from Gatwick, and it's funny you mentioned about the class thing because I mean I'm I'm one of these people that is always happy to fly in economy, like I, yeah, I, I unless there's a good price, I'm not really bothered about upgrading. But on the way back. Um, they were offering, I think it was about another hundred pound each. We could have gone to first class. Mm. And the only reason I didn't in the end was yeah. because it was a night flight, and I thought like it was like flying out about ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And all the all the perks they said to you you got for being in first class just weren't really gonna be. You know, like you got you know nice meals and blah blah blah. You don't yeah, get yeah. a nice meal on a ten o'clock flight
1: no you get breakfast
0: but that's that's about it so i was like you know what if it was the way out i definitely would have done or if it was an earlier flight i probably would have done but for a night flight you're gonna just want to sleep anyway so yeah
1: i think if you ever fly to australia or somewhere like japan or somewhere bloody long way away i mean even hawaii perhaps um then, sort of a business class upgrade is is really welcome, I tell you. But as yeah, you say, you I've,
0: I've flown to I've flown to Vegas before, and that was in the economy, and I regretted that decision almost immediately. <laughs> I was very <laughs> very cramped on that plane, yeah, you know, because of the passengers next to me, unfortunately. But it's a long flight, so long. <laughs> you yeah. want to you want to be in comfort for that. Um. Okay. So so we know they flew uh, apparently well. But uh, didn't feel that way.
1: No, they didn't. Didn't do. Um, didn't do very well. Um, the, the, um, the guy that gave me COVID in my office, he's just gone to Florida as well. Just and, right there. yeah, <laughs> he's, he's he he's had such a he, you know all this trouble with the, the M20 with uh, um, Dover and everything else. He, he, he got yep. caught in that the day he was going to the airport. So he ended up getting uh, late to the airport. We didn't miss his flight or anything, but then because he, he was flying, um, he used all of his points to go first class. And uh, so he missed like the lounge, which I think if you fly Virgin is quite a big part of it with Heathrow because it's Miles such back, a yeah. posh lounge, isn't it, Heathrow? Yeah. So he missed all of that. So he managed to get onto his flight on time, and then the service on the plane wasn't very good as well. And then when he got to the other side, he got it, they arrived early. And then because it was i don't know if you you probably have seen this really bad weather in florida at the moment yes because of the really bad weather they wouldn't let them off of the they wouldn't bring the gantry over oh wow so they had to sit on the plane for about two hours and then oh, when God. they eventually got off there was a problem we get in the baggage because of the weather so then they had another hour or so's delay Um, Then he had an issue with the car, getting his his, um, hire car. And then to cut a long story short, when he got to the villa, he had the key from the owner to open it. And the managing agent of the villa had changed the door locks to to a digital lock (laughs) so he couldn't get in the villa. And there was no number. This is like, I don't know, nine o'clock at night on a Sunday. There was no number of how to contact the property manager to get in the villa. So He had an absolutely horrific time, and then the next, or eventually, he, he went to their clubhouse and they managed to phone through because the, the woman there knew who the property manager was. But then, then they phoned through and uh sorted that out. But then the next day, they went to Disney Springs and they got a cab there so they could have dinner and drink. And then they were queuing up with the taxi rank. And then, you know, that video that was posted, of that torrential like, someone was dropping a whole ocean on Florida, yeah. He was standing in the taxi rank when that happened. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yes. This is the thing is people don't appreciate
0: what the weather uh is like this time of year
1: mm. in Florida.
0: Like I I, I I appreciate a lot of people have to go because school holidays and because of the stupid systems that we have in schools where you can't take kids out during term time and stuff like that. Um, you know, you are lumbered to have to go in, the, in the, the height of our summer, which mm. is also really the height of hurricane season for at least most of August. Yeah. So, you know, and I think he's, I, mean, I know people that have been there um, during that time period and there's obviously not been any hurricanes because it's not guaranteed there will be, but same people had been there during a hurricane. It was during that really bad one where they actually had to stay in their hotel for two days. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And Disney had to kind of ferry food. Um, I can't remember if they they ferried them to the rooms or basically you you went to the food court and um, you you told them what they wanted and it was all like available in takeaway bags for you to take back to your room. Um, but yeah, it was like that for two days. They couldn't go to the parks or anything. So mm. you know it, it's potluck, but you know this is not the time to, to go
1: really. Well, the the, the the silly thing is that it was just him and his wife going. And uh, I said to him, I said, why have you gone to Florida in, in the school holidays? I mean, yeah. of all the times to go. He said, oh, well, it was a toss-up between September or July. And um, the the wife didn't fancy going in September because it might be cold. Oh, my God. I was like, no, September's probably one of the best months to go. <laughs> it
0: is. I I mean, if I, if I could choose any month to go, it would be middle of September because start of halloween season everyone's doing the halloween mm. stuff everything's decorated plus mm. the weather's good plus yeah. um you know the crowds are normally fairly low yeah because yeah. people in schools and stuff so it's it's the absolute uh, perfect time to go i mean just on that i had a look the other day i was like what's the weather like in montreal in october and and mm. the thing is so this is what i did i went onto google and i typed in what is the weather like in montreal in october that's what i did Mm -hmm. and you never guess what it told me what the weather is normally like Mm. if only they'd had (laughs) the foresight to ask a fucking search engine a question um and by the way it turns out that um highs of about 11 in montreal in october so it is when when my wife asked about it she was told oh it's it's like autumn in england i was like I, I i'd argue 11 degrees as a high is probably not all to be in england no <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong it's not it's not 25 degrees either but it's certainly not 11 as a high so Gosh, uh, as a high bet, between 11 and 4 i think it was so uh, i was like yeah we're gonna have to invest in some jumpers and scarves <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that could well be cold i never travel anywhere now without thermals um, and I'm, when I go to the Disneyland Paris in November, that's another time when you cannot predict the weather. I've been there, absolutely freezing my arse off because I didn't bring thermal clothing to put under, you know, my regular clothes. Mm. And I've also been there when I've had to wear a t-shirt and yeah. nothing, and no coat because it was so warm, like it's an anomaly. But for the sake of like a little bit of packing space, just just make sure you pack clothes for every weather. Um, okay, so they so. They, Back to the, the the Orlando trip. So mm. the flight's not great, but they've got to Orlando. Please tell me they didn't have a similar problem to your friend at work.
1: Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't. Everything was pretty straightforward for them. Um, the only thing that, that they, they had to, because they were in a villa, they had to hire um, uh, a rental car, and they, they got a um, people carrier. And they purchased the people carrier. So they flew out in, um, when was it they went? It was, I think it was, yeah, it was June was when they was out there. And I think they booked the car in January. So right. I think we were, I think, were we in a lockdown then or were we
0: around nah, sort of? we weren't. We, no, we weren't in lockdown, but people weren't doing much, I guess. Yeah.
1: So they booked it then. And I think that's probably the worst underbook. book. So they paid for two weeks for a people car. They paid £1,200. They could almost have bought a car. <laughs> and then dump it.
0: Yeah. People um, do like buggies all the time. Yeah. Go to Walmart, buy a cheap buggy, dump it on the last day. And then
1: a few weeks before uh, they went, I'd look online. And the people carrier price had come down to about I don't know. I think it was four hundred pounds a week or three hundred and fifty a week. I don't know. It wasn't. It was a lot less. That yeah, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said to him, just just cancel it and rebook it. But he didn't. So they carried on with it. So it's like, okay. <laughs> so it just shows you how high car hire was, and luckily it has sort of started to come down in well, Florida. Well,
0: to be on to be honest, if they'd gone last year, it was even worse.
1: No, bet it was. Yeah. You know,
0: because if you remember, you know, even Disney sold their fleet of minivans, didn't they? Yes, um, they did. <laughs> And what happened was a lot of car hire places, because they didn't know how long this was going to be for, ended up you know, uh, exchanging a load of their vehicles into car dealerships to try and get some mm. money. And then, of course, when everything needs to open for business, they then haven't got the cars. Yeah. So it was yeah. a real supply and demand issue. And obviously, mm. you know, if you've got less, you're going to charge more. That's right, to try and put people off a little bit, but the people that really need them are going to pay the money, so that's right, everyone that's wins. Right. yeah, <laughs> well, the
1: customer doesn't win, but the, the business does the business does, yeah, so so anyway, so they did that, and then the 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 biggest issue with their holiday was the fact that um genie plus or genie whatever it is was just an absolute disaster for one, right. So before before they left, I think I did tell you this story. I, I won't go into it at length, but basically my Disney experience didn't work for them properly, the actual system. They had bought tickets for certain days because then you have to book the days. Yep. And it kept, it kept messing up. It kept saying that my sister-in-law had 10 tickets against her name and she was going... Um, 10 times to the Magic Kingdom and all this sort of rubbish. <laughs> you couldn't do it yourself and why would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you you, you know, that we had to keep rigging Disney and saying to them, you know, this is wrong. Can you fix it? Yeah, you know, and you're on the phone. You have to wait for hours for them to pick up and then you get on the phone to them and then they spend another hour doing it and then you go and look into your app and then it's all gone back to how it was before within a few minutes because it's just an absolute garbage of a system yeah um so they had all that issue with their tickets so then we thought because we'd i think they phoned up four times i mean each time they were waiting more than two hours to speak to someone Jesus. um to fix this issue with the tickets and then when they got there there was there's how many of them One, two, three, four, five, six? Is it six? Yeah, there's six of them total. And then when they got there, every time they, they went into a park, one of the six didn't work to get in every single time. I mean, it was just ridiculous. And then every single time they went to a theme park, they had to go over to guest services to have it fixed. And then they eventually decided that this is just getting ridiculous now. So they, they said, right, we'll go down to Disney Springs because they got that big guest services uh building there and we'll get them to fix it so they went down after the second or third night to, to Disney Springs to have it fixed and you know they waited ages and then the person spent ages doing it and then she's right yeah it's all fixed now no problem at all the next day went to Epcot Nowhere. oh <laughs> that was my phone apologies <laughs> <laughs> and went to Epcot and of course one of the six didn't work again Yeah. so they had to go and queue up a guest services and, you know, like, they, they, go to, they go to, like, for example, they went to the Epcot guest services, and they queue up in a queue because there's loads of other people having exactly the same issue. And the woman would spend ages clicking on her computer, scan this magic band, scan that magic band, or, you know, blah de blah blah click, click, click. Right, yeah, all fixed now. You yeah, know, no apologies. No, like, uh, sorry for having to waste your time. Sorry your system is absolute garbage, you know. So, my mother said to, uh, said to the, the she said, oh, Could we not be? Um, have you not got any um, fast passes that you could go? Oh, yeah. Which one do you want? You know. So, if you wanted that, you had to ask for it. It was never offered. It was never, there's never even an apology, let alone a compensation of an apology.
0: And this is the problem. I mean, we obviously had a very controversial episode of Disney Parks and Beyond. No, that Disney Parks podcast this year um, mm. when Kate went and different issue but similar kind of what I'd say lack of service yeah and I think the problem is Disney's own fault for 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 causing this but Disney have always prided themselves on making things right of putting the customer first so now we're at a stage where multiple people are having issues and the response is inadequate, it is a bad look. Mm. Especially as well because, you know, as well as that, prices are going up.
1: So mm. therefore,
0: you're paying more, but you're actually getting, as an experience, less.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's constantly price up, service down. Now, yeah. I, I don't mind any company that raises its prices for any service it provides as long as that service it provides equally improves or you get more for your money. I do not ever want to be in a situation where companies are putting their prices up and reducing their service because whenever they do that I stop using them. Yep. You know and rightfully. You know, and they went in the first two weeks of June and there's no schools that have got any holidays in that time period. But yep. the absolute the parks were absolutely rammed every day of their holiday right so 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 for example they get to magic kingdom um in the morning not long after rope drop and they're in the park it's absolutely rammed so they got their 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 genie uh, thing going and now they paid for genie for every day of their holiday before they got there which you you could Previously, do I don't think you can anymore. But you no, have stopped
0: it now. But and also as well, that that was it. You either had it before you went, and mm. you paid for the entire duration of your stay, or you bought it while you was there at a daily rate. And obviously, we got a special discount in the UK, so it worked out cheaper to to buy it in advance like that.
1: Yeah. But
0: you were then committed to having to pay for it for the the duration of your trip, and not everybody's yeah. obviously there every day, but.
1: No. So they had paid for Genie on top of paying for their tickets, and they were there in that park for about eight hours. And in that eight hours, Genie only gave them uh, two rides, which was It's a Small World and Barnstormer. That was it that was absolutely it that was, that was all they could do there was not there was nothing else available at all everything was for example uh the seven dwarfs mine train was was four hours um uh you know pirates was was you know pirates is usually a walk-on because the queue moves very very fast because it loads fast and the boats are very big but because of the disney pl- the, the plus the Genie system it was just a horrendous queue at the Pirates. And um, the reason they went on this holiday was my brother's got two young children. Um, one's six and the other one's three, I think. And um, this was their first experience. Now to then they loved it. They loved every moment of it, but they couldn't get on any rides. They didn't see any characters and, Because that was their first experience, they thought it was absolutely wonderful. But for those of you who've been before, like my brother and parents and that, they knew how absolutely shoddy that experience was. And it gets worse. They even paid, because it was the first time for um, his kids, particularly his daughter, who's, who's six, they paid to go into the castle. So the whole holiday was built around eating at that princess's restaurant inside the castle
0: cinderella's roll table yeah
1: yeah and the the food was dreadful there's hardly any princesses in there but the little girl my my niece she absolutely adored it you know and that day for the six of them in the magic kingdom with genie with that meal which you had to pay before you got there yep cost nearly 1200 pounds that day yeah. And you know you think about tipping money down a sewer, and my parents are like, "We are never doing this again." No. This is this is an absolute outrage. <laughs> the thing, because I've eaten at Cinderella's
0: Roll Table. Like we we went on our our honeymoon um, mm. there because you know when when you're doing stuff like that, you don't mind paying for like some ridiculous meals. You know we also ate a, a, a California Grill again, another really expensive meal um mm-hmm. and the thing is with both of those places you've you got a tip because it's a it's a table service mm. so i think i think cinderella if i remember correctly i think at the time it was about 70 dollars each yeah for the meal and like you say i had to pay for that before we went mm. so it wasn't like the other restaurants we reserved this yet to pay up front fine um but you but you still got to pay a tip you know, and if you're, you know, if you're if you're looking at the twenty uh, the twenty percent tip model, mm. and, and bearing in mind that's with you know that's uh, with, before tax as well, so you're looking at another thirty dollars really on top for your meal. Yeah, that you've already paid that money for. That, that was just for two of us. So you know, when you're talking about a family, that really adds another cost on top. Oh stuff yeah, like that, and you don't you you definitely do not go for the food. I mean, the food wasn't. Disgusting. Um, if I'm, I had. I hate when they do this, though. I had a pie, but it wasn't a pie. It was a ceramic dish with a pastry lid. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a pie. That's 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 just a casserole with a pastry top. Um, but you know, it was it was fine. It was it was it was like what you you get in a British pub, I suppose. Mm. Really, it's just that you're not paying British pub prices. You know that meal yeah. would have cost about seven quid in a pub. But mm. It's costing you seventy dollars because it's part of a three-course meal, of which all the courses are of the same standard. You mm. know, you're going there for where it is. You're going there because there's there's princesses, and it's not. It's from what I remember, it's not what you get even in Disneyland Paris. Like, if I remember rightly, you could you there was a, a princess at the uh, entrance to the dining room that you could have a photo with, and then there might have been one or two that floated around. Yeah. Whilst at Disneyland Paris, they uh, you normally get three princesses and they go to every table. And each one will go to every table. They will sign autographs. They will have mm. photos with you, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a, a good value. No. I mean, the Disneyland Paris one isn't cheap either. It's probably about the same in Euros. But um, yeah. I think that the, the food is definitely a better of of a better standard than we got Cinderella's Royal Table. So at least it felt justified. I and mean, We were for breakfast, and it was one of the poshest breakfasts I've ever seen. <laughs> Some I mean, of it was served in test tubes, mind you. Don't, didn't understand that, but... Fair enough. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it was, you know, essentially you had, like, two courses, and then you could have, you know, as much tea, coffee, soft, you know, juices, uh, fruit breads various breads you know and all of that stuff as well um it was one of the best english breakfasts i'd, I'd ever seen couldn't eat all of it because it was meaty they didn't have much mm. vegetarians but uh no. it, it was it was it was adequate um what else what else happened well,
1: the, the the other issue they had on that day as well particularly was um my niece had some uh money from her birthday that she wanted to spend that she had it converted into dollars so they said to her, oh, would you, what would you like to spend your money on? And she said, oh, I want to buy a, a hat, you know, a cap, um, with Disney World on it. And there were they looked everywhere. There were no places in the Magic Kingdom selling caps for children. So they said, well, there's no children hats. There's only adult hats. So what would you like to buy instead? So she wanted to buy a Mickey Mouse plush, basically. Yeah. Could not find one at all in the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> She, said that she couldn't believe it as well, because even in the like Emporium, there was just a huge lack of stuff for children. I know it sounds bizarre, but apparently Main Street particularly has just been filled up with stuff for adults. That There's not actually stuff in there for children. I, mean, I couldn't believe it, really. So
0: that's what I, he told me. I can, to an extent, because if there's one thing we've learned, it's that you know they chased a the Disney dollar. And the people that are laying a Disney dollar down are adults, mm. and now you get things like Loungefly spirit jerseys, um, which are very highly priced ticketed items. When you think about them, you know, like a Loungefly, mm. e- even over here, you're looking at about seventy quid for one of those mini backpacks. Yeah. Um, spirit jerseys, you're looking at about seventy dollars. Yeah. Sixty quid. So. It is, and as well, you know. There's the market for it, so people don't buy one. People yeah. will go into those shops and buy handfuls because they'll flog them on eBay or, you know, a a a customer service, uh, person on Facebook or whatever, you know, personal mm. shopper. So they're probably doing that. What I think is mad is that in Florida, where the sun is out all day, and shade is a premium unless you're in an attraction. Mm they don't have sufficient headwear for kids. That is just nuts mm. to me.
1: Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean,
0: they should have Mickey plushes as well. I mean, that's also, that's also scandalous, but you'd have thought like hats because of, you know, what, what they're designed to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Keep the sun off you, a little bit off you. Then that should be a given.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, the, um, they, they didn't do universal. Um, they did, uh, They went to Disney Springs um, a few times. And one of the times my brother um, wanted to book the dinosaur restaurant because my nephew loves dinosaurs. And while they were out there, it was his birthday. It was his third birthday towards the end of the holiday. So while they were, um, uh, so before they went, they tried to get an ADR for the dinosaur restaurant but couldn't. It was just booked up every day solidly. And every time they went, it was really busy. Anyway, the the morning of his birthday, my brother went down to Disney Springs and said, Look, um, went to the dinosaur restaurant and said to the maitre D or wherever it was, is there any chance you could squeeze us in? Um, even if it's only just four of us, um, so we could have uh his birthday meal at your oh yes, no problem, we can do all six of you. No issue at all. Um, What time would you like it? So he said, The time. He said, That's great. Um, It's his birthday. We're spoiling. Okay, fine. Often you go to restaurants, so they make a fuss of you when it's your birthday. No problem. So they all went there, expecting nothing, you know, and managed to um, turn up on time, sat down, and there was no fuss given. For his birthday, which you know, it doesn't happen doesn't happen, you know. And then at the end of the meal, after they finished eating, um, two of the staff came over and sang happy birthday and presented him with a cupcake with a candle in it. And he, they sang the song, he blew the candle out. They then took with the candle off of the cupcake there and then. And then put the bill down on the table and left. And then when 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 my brother looked at the bill, they'd been charged five dollars for a birthday cupcake and a dollar for the candle. <laughs> yes, Jesus
0: Christ! Yes. Yeah. for something we yeah. didn't actually
1: ask for. No, did, and we didn't ask for a fuss either. They said they would do a fuss. You know, we don't. Yeah. You know, we do, He just wanted to eat there. He likes dinosaurs. Yeah. But Five dollars for a cupcake, and then a dollar for for you to blow the candle out. <laughs> what's
0: What's nuts as well is that to me is that the timing of it, you mm. know, leaving it till after the meal, but also you, you that's probably after dessert. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they didn't have dessert, but what? What do you know? What I mean, like that should not be done. Then <laughs> that you do that after the plates are cleared. From the main course, yeah. If 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 anything, do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm ah, un- unbelievable.
1: So the I dollar was... must have been for the fuel in the lighter, I suppose. <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, they had to
0: go and buy a special lighter for it.
1: Yeah, the amount of oh. wick that was used for that actual candle, you know. God. Um. Yeah. yeah. So that there was that, but they they it wasn't all. I mean, they couldn't also get into Trader Sam's. That was busy every time they went. They ended up going to the. Um, Grand Floridian Beauty and the Beast one which is obviously not as good and very very expensive um, So, but it wasn't all bad, Disney was all bad though, They had a, every time they went to Disney it was just chaos and a dreadful time but they did have some, they didn't go to Universal but they did have some pluses in that they went to that new area around Margaritaville a lot of the restaurants there were very very nice very sort of reasonably priced Um and they they did some other things like golf and uh, you know other stuff which was which was all good but um, shopping as well was a little bit iffy. They they did notice that the outlet places were incredibly expensive for what they were.
0: I've I've heard that.
1: Yeah, I've heard a lot of people
0: because I'm on a few Disney or a few Orlando Facebook pages and stuff. So people are always talking about what they've done and you know on the trips and and whatnot. And no one seems to say anything positive about the outlets. Like, the well, prices are either standard, like, what you expect to pay in, let, let's say, Ralph Lauren or whatever. Um, or the discounts weren't very good. Like, back in the day, you, you know, sometimes you go into an outlet and it'd be like, oh, today it's 50% off the ticket prices, which are 20% off. Or, you know, spend spend $100 and you'll get another, like... off your bill and all this kind of stuff. There was Mm. always like offers on on top of offers. And that seems to have really disappeared.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently, this is what I was told. Apparently the outlet business model has changed. Apparently now the outlet shops out there make their, whatever they sell, they make it particularly, especially for their outlet shops. Yes, that's right. So it's not like it's seconds. It's not like it's mass-produced. It's like you know surplus. It is stuff that has been made of cheaper materials, cheaper quality. Yeah. Um, that's still going to be perfect, but it's going to be a lot cheaper in 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 base costs for them to sell it slightly cheaper than the regular stuff. So hence why prices have crept up, and it's just not it's just there's not a bargain at all. I mean, I mean, my brother was saying that he was looking at a few things in there that he was thinking of buying in England and over here it was cheaper
0: yeah so. cuz the other thing at the moment as well was obviously dollar to pound is awful yeah, um, yeah so that adds to it but yeah mm. you are kind of left in a position where it, the, the the you know the, the days of going to florida with an empty suitcase to fill it full of like nike and converse and you know reebok whatever it is you want to buy because it was so cheap mm. are gone like i remember the, the, the first time i went i went into like a levi's shop and i come out with about three pairs of jeans for like 50 dollars. yeah something stupid like that they were all you know all uh much more expensive jeans but there was discounts on discounts so mm. those days definitely seem to be uh behind us as well i think yeah long
1: gone i mean i bumped you talk about the dollar to pound rate i bumped into a friend of mine that um works yeah, in the <laughs> works in the uh, bureau de change in tesco's you know mm. and i always get my dollars from her and uh i bumped into her and i said oh i'll be getting some dollars off you soon i said oh i've got your usual four thousand dollars because um, the, the joke was, she, she always, for some reason in Tesco's, always seemed to have, as soon as she got down to $4,000, Tesco's, or whoever it was, would, would top it up. So it would go up to like sixteen or $20,000 in her Bureau de Champs, because it's quite a busy Tesco's. But she said, um, she said, oh, no, she said, she said, I've got about $28,000 in that office. She said, nobody's buying dollars just nobody she said i'm not i'm doing euros no problem she said but nobody wants dollars she said
0: i think well i think there's a couple of things at play i think number one is the fact that people are just last year was a big watermark for people Mm. which has started to slow down which is people who had holidays booked for 2020 were able to start taking them in 2021 yeah, that's when the borders started to reopen. So then they could. So a lot of people did take advantage of that. Everyone else pushed their holidays till this year. So you know they're and and that's done now, pretty much yeah. because you know school holiday. I mean, I know, I know it sounds stupid, but I mean we're in August, so we've got another month of school holidays here. But mm. a lot of people go early. You'll get a few people that go towards the end, but no one. You know, after about the 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 third week in august no one's going to america then
1: no and that and i this what i bumped into it this was last week i bumped into it
0: yeah um so i think that that plays into it but also as well is the fact that now you've got all of these cards and it's what i used last time um mm. to do it i mean i went to we have got a currency exchange in town it's not a bad one in terms of rates so i don't mind using them and i think i changed up like 50 pounds maybe 100 pounds when I went yeah. out last time, and everything else went well, on my Starling card. And we're not
1: sponsored by Starling, there are other cards that do this. No, because Starling, I think, is it Curve as well as a few others, are all 0%, aren't they, sir Yeah, Monzo. Um, and oh, Monzo, they're, that's it.
0: They're, 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 um, they're live rates as well. Mm. So that, you know, as the, if the market fluctuates a little bit, it will be reflected. So, and normally, you know, rates don't change that much. So you know, maybe one day it's like I don't know uh, one dollar twenty two, and another day it might be one dollar twenty one, but it's not gonna it's not gonna vary too much while you're out there. Um, and yeah, you don't pay any fees, mm. so you normally get a better rate because obviously currency exchanges don't exchange at real time rates. Most of them don't. There are a few that do, but most don't. So mm. therefore, you know. It might be $1.22 in real terms, but when you go to a bureau de change, it's it's like $1.19. Yeah.
1: So you're losing
0: a few cents each time, which doesn't sound like much, but it does when you're changing up, you know, hundreds of dollars.
1: Well, this is it. I only get dollars for tipping. I really don't use cash other than that.
0: No, 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 there's no need now uh, as much. I mean, in fact, Jesus, back in the day, you used to take traveler's checks. Fuck. (laughs) Yes. That is is looking back. (laughs)
1: I I remember going to Gatorland in the nineties and the till when we paid was absolutely stuffed with chaff, traveler's checks. (laughs) Jesus. Traveler's checks. (laughs) Um,
0: We've got a little bit of time because I know time's against us. Yeah. So I wanted to talk just a little bit about streaming just because it was something that we were talking about in our chat the other day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's obviously been a lot of talk about certain services recently. So, What's your What's your take on streaming? Uh,
1: well, it's just it's just become um, second nature now, really. Yeah, um, you know, just one of those things, isn't
0: that? I think I, I've talked about this with Craig before. Like about a decade ago, people started cutting the cord in America, which is they are cutting their cable mm. off and instead yeah. just using free services and you know, would then have Netflix or Amazon Prime. Mm. And what we've seen over the last well seven, eight years is all these competitors throw their hat in the ring. So we've got like obviously Disney Plus, one we both use fairly regularly. Um, You've then got stuff like now Paramount Plus, CBS All Access, uh, Peacock. Um, It seems like every TV company has got an app. Has Warner's got one? Yeah, HBO. HBO Max. Which they're getting rid of. So, yeah, so the news on that is that they are going to be merging it with Discovery. And I was trying to work this, I was trying to read about this the other day, because what I can't understand is how Discovery have become this huge media conglomerate. Mm. Because we're talking about the, the Discovery Channel.
1: Yeah, that I channel
0: know. that you used to watch when you couldn't find a remote control to turn it over, or <laughs> and it did
1: you... used to do factual stuff, and then it always just aliens this, aliens that
0: one. Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> you wanted to watch like a nature documentary or something. So, this this channel that used to be on over here and used to be on in, in the states now owns Warner Media, mm. Warner Brothers, mm. um, in DC, UK, DC. Uh, mm. In the UK, they are uh, taking on BT Sport. Right. So okay. they are because they also own Eurosport, mm. um, and obviously because of the Warner merger, they own stuff like CNN. So they own like huge, uh, big media outlets mm. um, and and channels, and it just seems like really out of left field. Like no one was talking about Discovery a few years ago. Now no. they own all this stuff, and
1: yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, anytime anyone moans at Chapec, just look at Warner's and go, Yeah, we could have worse. Exactly, <laughs> well,
0: the HBO Max thing is interesting because obviously, um, it was a big launch for them. HBO was always, you know, a big cable channel that was quite pricey to have as an add on. Um, so then they launched this streaming version of it, and then because of the pandemic, they're like, All of our films were released at the cinema. We're actually going to release them straight to HBO Max. Mm. They might have a cinema release at the same time, but day and date, they'll be on HBO Max. So they did that. So all their big releases were put straight on HBO Max, which is mm. kind of nuts. Um and and now new owners have obviously taken over and they're like, Yeah, we're just gonna that's now gonna be a tab in Discovery Plus. It's yeah. just nuts. Yeah, it's bad. And then, you know, obviously the other news that came out this week of, like, because of this thing, because of them trying to downsize HBO Max, you know, they they were making films for, you know, especially for HBO Max, like Disney do, like Netflix do. Mm. And Mm. they've scrapped two at the cost of, like, combined (laughs) $140 million. They're just writing off.
1: They're never going to be released. That's not Batgirl either, is it?
0: Yeah, it was Batgirl and uh, Scoob. Scoop two, oh, no, it was not two. Scoop two. It was Scoop, Holiday Adventure or something. But it God. was a sequel film to the to the
1: Scoop film that came out a few years ago. Um, I think I upset Mister D today because obviously I said, "Oh, perhaps one of the reasons why Batgirl got got cancelled was because they obviously wanted to film it in Gotham, which is this depraved and dilapidated and, and evil city. So they obviously shot it in Glasgow. Yeah, but to
0: beat- didn't have to do it. They do it." But to be fair, they filmed
1: the Batman in Liverpool. Did they?
0: Wow! Yeah, because the weird wow. thing is, so when I went to cause I went to Liverpool a few months ago with Craig mm. or to see Craig, and when you get out of Liverpool Lime Street Station, because I travelled up on the train, um, you are facing the um, like the City Hall of Gotham. Oh, right. Because that is a particularly historical building in Liverpool. And the thing is, like, as soon as you see it, you're like, oh, yes, I've seen that in the Batman. And then, weirdly, uh, that night, we actually went to see the Batman while we was there, because there wasn't mm. anything else at the cinema. Uh, so, we thought we'd watch that again. And it was weird, because I'd seen, you know, I could and say, oh, I, I've seen this street, or I've seen this display in mm. Gotham today, because it's just outside the cinema. It was
1: weird. Um, so, yeah. So I mean you so know, something about Liverpool. Well, apparently up that way somewhere, I'm not sure where, there is there is a town called Gotham. But because of the way in which our scouse cousins speak, it's pronounced Gotham. Doesn't does not surprise me. Yeah. Literally all the locals call it Gotham. Oh dear.
0: Yeah. So that and that's probably why I feel and Jan Jones up there as well. Oh yeah, that Didn't was they? up
1: in, That was was that Glasgow? Was that Edinburgh? I can't remember now. Wow, well,
0: Scotland! Up. It
1: was in Scotland, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's a period piece, so there again, you know, looks like But usually, you know, <laughs> Indiana Jones is in exotic, warm destinations. You know, so have you not Scotland, been to Scotland? Scotland. You've not been to Scotland that one day of the year when the sun comes out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like me in Cardiff. I've never been to Cardiff if it's not rained at least once.
1: My my arm, Right, bless her. They won't fly, so she goes everywhere on a coach for her holidays and she is up in scotland at the moment on the west coast and she rang the other day and i said what's it like up there she said it's pissing down with rain i said oh really she said what's it like there i said we've got a fucking nose pipe oh
0: yeah i think i think we get one next week i think or (laughs) it won't be long before we get one and there's another heat wave due next week as well oh so god yeah yeah, I was, just, I was talking about it today on, on my walk to the cinema, about the fact that, because today, where I was, it, there's, an, in fact, I've got a window open, patio door open now, and mm. there's a lovely breeze coming in, um, mm. and it was nice to walk, because the last few times I've, I've been walking to the cinema, it's been like in the high 20s, and today mm. it was in the low 20s, and it was like just a nice breeze, and it was like, oh, this is nice, but... <laughs> yeah, next week it's gonna go up to like almost thirty again. So. Oh god. At least at least it's under thirty, apparently. Mm. So it's not gonna be as bad, but still for us mm. bad enough. People just don't understand about how like this country's not suited for hot weather.
1: Well, I wanna know where all those people called insulate Britain are gone that were gluing themselves to roads and wanted to put more bloody insulation in these houses.
0: They're melted. <laughs> <laughs> they've they've literally they've literally melted. But the, the, the problem is though, like this, this is the thing. Like we are topical time. Um, you know we are facing uh, a period of time where we know our energy bills are going to go up. Mm. Uh, heating and gas is going up to astronomical levels. I mean, I mm. I just live in a house. You live in a fucking castle. So, anyway, <laughs> I really don't. Gonna be like, what <laughs> <laughs> you can tell listeners that all you want. Um, I've I've seen your address. Um. Mm and it says it says manor on it don't you (laughs) but but the thing is this is this is the predicament i'm in now because in in the summer obviously houses get really warm but in the winter and you know i've got stuff in the walls and stuff like that but it still gets really cold when Mm. when the temperature drops low so what what how are you supposed to combat this it's the you know, worst
1: of all worlds, basically. Well, I just don't,
0: I don't know what the ideal home is, but you know, we before we moved into here, and this is a '60s house. Um, we lived in a new build flat, and that was supposed to be designed in a certain way, but the summers were unbearable.
1: Ooh.
0: The winters weren't too bad, but then it was a it was a flat, so
1: no word of a lie. I live my this cottage I live in 1850s. It's it was built cottage right 1850s it was built and in the summer if i sit in the, the northern side of the building there's no insulation in this house but if you, you do the same you can sit at the northern elevation of your house <laughs> i don't have not the wings. northern wing not the wing <laughs> the northern elevation for me it's the front of the house yeah and it is lovely and cool you know, lovely soft clay bricks of lime mortar, lovely and lovely and cool. And then in the summer, sorry, in the winter, when it's perishingly cold outside, we have a fire. And the whole house is warmed up by a fire. And yeah. it is designed perfectly for its environment and its weather because it is built on that logic that goes back centuries that we have completely disregarded in our modern life by going yep. with all these modern materials because some fancy salesman and some fancy scientist told you to buy it because it's meant to be good for you, meant to insulate, blah de blah blah If we just went back to how things used to be, which is so much low-energy, low-hassle, vernacular, local, seasonal, it would be much better for everybody.
0: Yeah. I can't argue with you there
1: because you're right. You know. It's our love affair with commercialism and capitalism and and you know, having to keep buying all this bloody stuff all the time that you know it's it's like you know, it's it's like uh, paint, for example. Paint will fail after five years, no matter what it is, because they want to sell you more paint. It's like Apple. Your Apple your Apple phone will, will stop working in four years' time because they want you to buy another Apple phone. Yeah. Nothing wrong with your Apple phone, it's a software that stops working. That's the same principle. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. At least, I I mean, the only thing I'll say about that is, at least with phones, you can get them recycled. I mean, Apple are very—you know—Apple can pretty much recycle every component on an iPhone now.
1: Well, yeah, but the problem with recyclable. But the problem with recycling anyway doesn't matter what it is; it's still costing energy, time, and money to recycle. Whereas this is true. You know, if we still had the milkman come with our milk in glass bottles outside our doors every day. That glass just gets washed. It doesn't have to be burnt in a kiln and then remade into glass and then put into a shop. And
0: We still have milkmen around here. Oh. I mean, I won't use them because they're so bloody expensive.
1: Oh, are they? <laughs> they it's used to be so, so cheap.
0: It's something stupid. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like we don't have dairy milk anyway. But even mm. when we did, uh, we looked at prices. And I want to say it was almost a pound a pint. Well, no wonder having to milk these peanuts all the bleeding time. That was no, that was dairy milk. That was dairy milk. God, if I wanted oat milk, that was even worse. That was that was well over a pound. Um, I appreciate your, you know, you're paying for the service, right? So you're paying for someone to actually go and deliver it and pick up your empty bottles and blah blah blah. And I yeah. get that, but also we're not paid enough.
1: No, as and the a society, fr- the, the frigging milkman had electric cars back then. He, he, he
0: still does. <laughs> The only the only way I know because I'm normally up when he delivers his milk so I mean he's not he's not a, an early morning he's a he's a late nighter so he comes around mm. about half one I think in the morning so I'm normally still up and um the only time the only way I know it's it's him is because I hear the clanking of bottles no the van it's oh and the lights if I've got the curtains open a little, little bit he's got these mm. massive LED lights on on the van so you do you do seem coming but otherwise it's just the clanking of bottles. But mm. uh yeah. Sod sod that. This has been a very random episode.
1: Mm. God knows what you're normal. gonna call
0: it. Uh milk float adventure. No, I don't know. I'll have, to, <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to think I'll have to think about that. I'm sure I'm sure there's something that I can uh I can think of that's not incredibly witty, as the, the, is as is me.
1: The Ripley's not so excellent adventure.
0: There you go. Done. In the can.
1: <laughs> Finished. but but the other thing i will say the final point on that was this was for them anyway it was meant to be a once a lifetime holiday because they had spent a little bit extra on all these things like castle and the, the, the premium economy and you know because he's not you know he's not rolling in cash he's a tradesman by by profession and this was meant to be you know a once a lifetime holiday for them at least for a few years anyway yeah. Um because they they know they're not gonna be able to afford it next year or year after, um especially with like interest rates and everything else. So to them to be let down so wholesale from how much money they poured into this, and it was really all Disney's fault, the whole thing. Mm. Um it's just just left them a really bitter taste in their mouth.
0: Well of course it of course it does. And you know i said when we put that controversial episode out we got people from both sides people that applauded kate for being honest and open and not trying to fluff it up Mm. and you also got people that were like oh you're so negative like she was she was moaning about everything and it's like
1: Mm.
0: i understand but also you have to appreciate that holidays like that cost a lot of money and for somebody like you know i don't know Circumstances, but I can imagine it's you know it's not something she would be repeating on a yearly basis uh, financially. Yeah. So for some people it is, and all the time you still see people on Facebook groups saying, "Oh, I'm trying to decide where to go. Do I go to Disneyland Paris or do I go to Disney World?" And people go, "Oh, yes, no, you've got to go to Disney World because it's so much bigger and better." And it's like, mm. yeah, and it's also like four times the cost.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: I mean, you can go to Disneyland Paris and it be expensive, Mm. but expensive like, you know, two, two grand, three grand, maybe for a week. If you're staying in, you know, the top class hotel, uh, if you are eating at all the top restaurants, everything like that, quite easily. But you can also go for a week for just over a thousand pounds.
1: Oh, yeah. Including your travel. Do you know mm. what I mean?
0: Like, th- this is the thing. Like, and I mean, me and Craig, when we're going, he's doing it my way. So we are going budget, as in, we're not staying oh, on yeah. property. We are staying he's, in value Europe. He's, he's slumming it then. He, well, he is for him. Yeah. That's because he's got the Art of Marble books again for next year. So he doesn't need to have a nice hotel. So he wants to. he's like, okay, well, you said you can do this cheap. How can we do this cheap? And we're not going. Cheapest, cheap. So we're not going to be staying in a slum hotel. Um, but we are going to be staying in a relatively decent hotel just outside of Disneyland Paris. One, you know, a, a three-minute train journey into the park. Um, mm. So he can see what it's like. And we'll be going to the supermarkets to buy our drinks and snacks and maybe some breakfast bits <laughs> and all that. And it will be different to his usual, I'm on Disney property, I'm paying Disney prices for everything. So mm. you can see what it's like. And I mean, if you want to, if you want to do it that way, your holiday becomes even cheaper. You can stay there for less, probably about a grand for a week. Um, But that's the thing. Yes, Disney World does have a lot more to offer. It also has a lot more flaws, and it also costs a hell of a lot more money.
1: Mm. So
0: not every, you know, I I wish, you know, I didn't have to think about, uh, you know, a, a, you know, fifteen twenty grand holiday uh, as being excessive. But for most Mm. people it is because most people don't earn good money. So therefore you you can't. So you you then go for something else. But if you're going to have that experience and spend tens of thousands of pounds, you don't want to come back with a sour taste in in your mouth. And that is what, that is what you—not you, but what your your
1: brother got. So that's right. And the sourness started before they even got there, with all this planning and the app not working and the tickets not working and having to call them. And so they were already really disheartened before they his, even
0: left. And as Craig will tell you, one of his one of his go to things, right, is how much uh, mo- you know money versus time. Mm. You know, he would rather mm. pay more if it meant giving him less to, to worry about. Yeah, because he he that he factors that in. Yeah, but they did do that. They did pay more money than they not necessarily need to, but they, you know, paid a lot more than they they could have done, and mm. got a worse service for it. Yeah. So where was the where was the upside for them? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about when we next record. It'll probably be in about four months' time. So it gives us plenty of time to think about stuff. Um,
1: <laughs> might be my Disneyland Paris trip review.
0: Yeah, well, it could, be, it could be My my Canadian Adventure. Oh, yeah, uh, true, true. It could, could be Halloween Horror Nights. Or Ooh. it could be uh, our favourite childhood TV show from the year 1987. It could well be. It Who knows well with be. this? We don't have plans. We don't. Um, but Mr. Ripley, is always a pleasure. Um, well, thank you, sir. And thank you for downloading this episode and listening to it. And if there's something you want us to talk about, you can get in touch somehow find me on social media i guess or find mrs ripley on social media and you can moan to us there about what you want us to talk about maybe mm-hmm. maybe 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 we will or patrons of course you can just send me a message that's even better i can keep tabs with that but uh yeah. until whenever we next meet farewell
1: Yeah, true bye